You are listening to episode two, self-care of the powerhouse and feminine magnetism. Hello and welcome. I am Ebony Lynn, certified empowerment and mindset coach, absolutely obsessed with helping you to renew your mind and tap into the life you deeply desire. Each week, we will journey to renew your beliefs, tap into your God-given gifts, and reconnect with your divine desires. My intention is to show you that when you subconsciously transform and become rooted in your identity, you thrive as a powerhouse woman. The world, meaning your world, needs you to show up fully as the woman who has healed, the woman who has transformed, and the woman who thrives. This is the Power Collective Podcast. Hello, Collective. How are you? Welcome back. (laughs) Today's episode is all about self-care of the powerhouse and... Like I said last week, if you know anything about me, you know, uh, it probably won't be the normal stuff. (laughs) Okay, let's dive deep collective. So self-care has been defined as the process of taking care of oneself with behaviors that promote health and active management. Now, in today's climate, self-care typically has been reduced to bubble baths and pedicures. (laughs) If you are a part of um, the spiritual community at all, then it's definitely elevated from there. Now, while I do believe that bubble baths and pedicures are great additions to self-care of the powerhouse, I believe self-care is actually multifaceted and should be holistic in order to be a woman who is vivacious, nourished, and fully charged. Okay. Okay, let me have a little bit of a story time. Mini. <laughs> Fourth quarter of 2019, um, teachings about feminine energy started just kind of flowing my way, (laughs) just out of the quote-unquote blue. I know that nothing ever happens, nothing ever just happens, like ever, like it all, everything is guiding, at least I believe. I believe that I am always guided, and so this was one of those moments, and by March of 2020, I actually began a journey of delving deeper into feminine energy teachings. Now, if you are someone who has known me for a while, like prior to prior to this, most people would actually tell you that I was like that I've always been ladylike, like I've always been sort of tapped into my feminine. However, I can actually say that on the exterior, I was more feminine, but I believe that I operated more in my masculine. Uh, So yeah, um, that's how I sort of got into feminine energy teachings. And I came across and I invested in two women. So two spiritual mentors, 
one of which I will actually share shortly. The other I reserve for those who are ready, ready, because her work is quite dynamic. Um, So the woman that I am about to share in a few, I love sharing her because she is a both women are women of wisdom, but I love the practicality that she provides and like her work is heavy, but it's not as heavy as the second mentor that I had. So yeah, uh, this work, just the feminine energy work altogether has honestly, it's rocked my world in the very best way possible. My husband can actually attest to this. If my son were old enough, he probably would attest to it as well. <laughs> now, through this journey, I've realized that self-care consists of four aspects that work in tandem to create harmony within and therefore without. So within and also in your actual world. Now, these four aspects make up what I call my powerhouse day, okay? <laughs> this is a non-negotiable day for me. This is a this is non-negotiable time. I utilize Mondays as the energy is driven, like the energy of Monday is driven by the moon. And the moon's energy is very much so reflective. It's also revealing. So that is why I utilize Mondays, okay? So the first aspect of your powerhouse day is that it should include something physical, but not in the sense you may think. Through the teachings of Debrina Jackson Gandhi, I love her two pieces. <laughs> um, I learned the feminine charge longs for is fed by and requires three S's. The three S's are silence, stillness, and solitude. This is the foundation of divine feminine energy. This is the foundation of divine feminine self-care, self-care of the powerhouse. Now, I was in a space in my life where I constantly felt depleted Literally everything drained me. This is often a telltale sign that you require a bit of recharging. So at the time you're listening to this, if you are in a space where really it seems like you don't know up from down, you're always on the go, no matter what you do, it seems like you can never really get enough rest, this may be a part of it. Our essence, so the feminine essence requires harmony and balance and you know you are out of balance when you are in the world and of the world meaning you are exerting and willing your way through life so lots of force lots of effort okay the second s is silence now our spirits like literally thrive <laughs> the most from silence and it's because it's due to the lack of competing voices so the voice of the holy spirit within you can 
be heard more clearly simply because it's not competing for with anything else outside of you. And this is how we receive solutions, guidance, creativity, ideas. It all flows through silence. And this is also why I heavily preach (laughs) about having a stillness practice or a meditation practice. Also, because it essentially, it can satisfy all three S's, all right? The second S is stillness. And stillness is, this is essentially practicing the art of sitting thyself down, okay? (laughs) This is also something that is appreciated by the body. Now, you know, we can never forget that the mind and the body, they are connected. And the body, I, what I love to say about the body is that the body is, it's a secret keeper. It's also a record keeper, okay? So whenever we are experiencing pain, whenever we have experiences that we've bottled up, oftentimes they are reflected within the body. However, the pain or the feeling goes unnoticed simply because we're too busy. So this is... Obviously, this is perfect and this is perfect because it allows you to actually be in a space of intentionality where you are intentionally scanning your body. And when you pay attention to your body again, it offers phenomenal feedback that typically we miss. The third S is solitude. Now, solitude is for me. It. So I always thought it was because I was one of the things I always thought was, okay. like I loved alone time because I'm an introvert. (laughs) That's what I uh, through human design, learning human design. I learned more about my energy type on top and then add the feminine on top of it. It just makes sense. So solitude. We live in a society that praises overstimulation. And being on the go. Like, I don't know. It literally seems like every woman who is a mother, like, low-key, at least in the beginning, felt like she needed to be super mom. Like, has to do all of the things, making her baby's food, you know, from scratch. Um, You know, she's using organic diapers, which means she's not even using diapers at all. She's using cloth napkins and, you know, her children, you know, she... She's doing all the ripping and running because they're all in 15 million bajillion, you know, clubs, things like that. Okay, so that is the the society that we live in. We live in a society that praises essentially being overworked. Okay, what's really crazy about this is that I remember back in university, someone in my friend circle actually said she was like, Oh, no, I I can't be by myself when someone probed her about time with self. And back then I was nowhere near as developed like as I needed. But even back then I had to give her a side. eye. I was like, girl, what like what do you mean? Because even then it just didn't seem healthy. And time with self, 
This is actually where you clarify, purify, and refine your energy and your voice. Meaning, when you are spending time alone, one, that is your time to actually call back all of your power, to call back all of your energy so that your cup can then be refilled, right? And on the other side, we usually spend a lot of times being a lot of time being inundated with information outside of us, whether it is through books, lectures, talks, TV time, regardless, we're inundated with the voice of, with the voices of others. And so when we practice solitude, this is actually our time to truly be able to rightfully divide the thoughts that are occurring in our mind and also sort of cleansing and purifying ourselves energetically, really. Uh, And again, personally, especially as a human design projector, I realize that I I literally require time spent in my own energy, and it has truly done wonders for me. The second and third aspects of your powerhouse day, I'm naming them together because essentially... They pretty much run in tandem with each other. And that is your powerhouse day should include an aspect that addresses you emotionally and mentally. On my powerhouse day, this is where I weave in personal development. So I journal beginning with gratitude. That's that's just my thing. You know, you develop your own thing, but that's just my thing. So I always begin with gratitude and I walk through a few prompts for holistic review of my week. Um, I, you know, decipher, I talk about, you know, how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. If something came up during that week that I wasn't able to address, this is the time that I complete the work necessary to take care of what happened previously. My journal time is usually where I utilize power scripting. And if you follow me from some time, you know that I have a power, I have a product called power scripting. And if you're interested, I'll leave the link in the show notes. But power scripting, it gives you the ability to honor yourself through acknowledgement via journaling and then it then guides you in releasing whatever emotions are present through thought field therapy tapping and once you complete the thought field therapy tapping portion it clears space to then give way to the potency of your divine truth in the moment okay and with that It allows you to embody the lessons to move forward in your power now through applying EFT. So it's really, it's a a holistic view. So it allows you to acknowledge, release, and then also empower yourself. And that's why, that's why I love it so much. I, I, 
literally, like I said, this is something that I do every week. This is a non-negotiable for me most often, uh, depending, you know, depending, we're all human, right? So depending upon the week that I'm having, oftentimes I will pull power scripting out multiple times a week simply because it's something that I may need in the moment, okay? So that's just what works for me. And also a little side note, regarding the mental and emotional aspects this is not a place where you consume content so this includes reading books of any sort whether they're spiritual or not so no books no listening to sermons no listening to podcasts no watching youtube videos none of that because the truth is that even reading is actually being within the energy and voice of someone outside of yourself okay and again this is about being self and divinely sourced so that's just that's that that's my take that's what I have found to be true oftentimes what leads what tends to lead to overstimulation is overconsumption so keep that in mind all right now the fourth aspect of your powerhouse day, it's not le- it's not least at all, but I don't know. I guess I I think I figured that it's if you know me, like it's pretty like normal, random, so I just kind of left it for last. So, the fourth aspect of your powerhouse day is that it should include a spiritual aspect. Yeah. <laughs> so, This is where I would pray in the form of affirmative prayer. And really, this should always be your posture in prayer. And if you would like for me to delve deeper uh, into the topic of affirmative prayer, let me know. It's definitely, (laughs) to me, for me, it's a juicy topic. And like everything else, it really changed my perspective about prayer and how I actually relate to and how I relate with the Most High. So if you are curious, affirmative prayer, it's definitely not what you're used to. So it's not, you know, oh Lord, please, pretty please with sugar on top, I beg of you. Uh, You know, that, you know, I'm nothing without, it's not, no, 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 no. That is not, that's not prayer. That's begging. I have to call this, have to say what it is. It's begging. It is also proving that you don't truly understand your position of power when you pray like that. So affirmative prayer, let's say you have a need. Your prayer sounds like, I thank you now that X has been taken care of. I thank you that all of my needs are provided for. I thank you for being mindful of me. That's how, that's how affirmative, that's how affirmative prayer works. That's how it sounds. So essentially, when you pray, you take a position of power. You stand in your place as the anointed one and you are sitting. 
you are literally simply saying, I thank you that it's done. So you're declaring it verbally, right? You're putting your emotions, your feelings behind it, but you are praying from a position of it's done. It's done. And I thank you that it's done. Okay, that's my spill on that. <laughs> the uh, the other thing that you can do along with affirmative prayer, like to fulfill the spiritual aspect, you can chant sacred mantras if you are into mantra work. Or one of my personal favorites, or one of my personal favorites, sometimes I don't have anything to say. Or I simply deduce that this is being requested of me and what I and what I do is I will literally sit in silence and I say thank you repetitiously either 33 times or 108 times like a sacred mantra and literally it's one of honestly it's probably one of my favorite ways to pray honestly, or one of my favorite ways to spend time with the most high. That's, I'll talk about that another day, but I will say this. The thing about affirmative prayer is that you will also find yourself no longer begging. I was trying not to say it, but you don't, you no longer beg. You simply will literally just sit in thanksgiving because you know that it's done. And because it's done, I thank you. Like, I'm grateful and I thank you. So most times, I'll even utilize the word thank you as a a mantra to help me um, delve into a bit of transcendental meditation. Okay? So, yes. (laughs) That is, that's a part of just sharing a little bit of myself with you. And that's a bit of what I do. Now to recap, self-care of the powerhouse is most potent when it addresses management of your feminine energy and actually you creating space in your week where you take 30 minutes or more. Me, I have the time to devote an hour. Now, here's another thing. I'll, I'll say this. I make time. I, I, I find the time. So if that means I have to wake up at 4.30, that's what I do. Because this time is sacred to me. And I know how much my world, like my inner world has changed. And because my inner world has changed, naturally, my the world outside of me, it changed as well. It transformed as well. So, yes, so it can literally be as little as 30 minutes, okay? I just say, don't make excuses, find the time, make it happen, okay? So, self-care of the powerhouse is most potent when it addresses management of your feminine energy and actually creating space in your week where you address for the four aspects, your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. Again, I'll leave the link for power scripting 
in the show notes, okay? And join me for next week's episode as we discuss permission, who needs it, and how do you get it? Bye for now. Loving this episode and want to go even deeper with me? Head to thepowercollective.com to check out our subliminals, visualization meditations, masterclasses, and coaching services if you are ready to go from self-doubt to powerhouse. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review our show. We would be most appreciative. And one last thing, remember, life in its fullness until you overflow is your birthright. Bye for now.